1: Uh, no way, because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play at Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So let's play Wild Rose Casino and Resort Clinton.
2: That was the
3: first I, I forgot to record the beginning of the show. <laughs> oh, man, they're gonna you missed that. all that great stuff. Yep.
4: <laughs> but no, this is going to be Iowa Olympic Sports Day. I figure. These teams don't get near the attention. No, they should. As the others, and I figured we'd dedicate a show to them. And I appreciate John Leo and everybody else who helped to organize these interviews. It's not easy getting interviews like between nine and ten on yeah. a school day. I mean, especially is this right final, finals? Is week. this finals week? Next weekend? Okay, good. God, there's a
5: lot
3: of you know people turn turn papers. Because if it
4: wasn't if it was finals week, I wouldn't have asked. But yeah. now it's only fifteen minutes. I mean,
5: yeah,
2: hi, Card. Okay, Hello. Oh, I was
1: going to ask: Are we going to have? A lot of wind at this game tonight?
2: No. Because last night that got cold. No. The wind
3: is 5 to 10 miles an hour. That's about it. okay. I was a little surprised they played that at night, considering the weather-wise. They didn't move it up to like 4 like they usually do with the day games. Yeah, and I fell asleep before <laughs> I got the information. I haven't posted it yet. I'll do it when I get home.
4: I mean, the game got over around 925, 930. But ten thirty or so, I was out, and they yeah. still hadn't sent the information. Yeah, and
1: it was it was it, it it ended up getting pretty cold.
4: It was cold when I woke up this morning. Yeah. So. And
1: <clears throat> who do who do you think go in? You and I or Iowa?
3: I, I, Northern Iowa, I do know is the conference champions up there, so You've they're pretty damn them. good. You've
4: covered them. You're our expert.
3: I, I've covered the softball, yeah, the yeah. Iowa softball, but not you are asking about right. Yeah, she wants to know if you and I. I'm talking about you and I. I know nothing. They are the MVC champions, so they're pretty good. That must be.
1: This is going to be a challenge for them. Okay. Well, didn't we beat them last year?
3: I don't know. I have no
1: idea. And we were very poor last year.
4: I think he's got...
1: So... Do
4: you have Cat on?
5: Yeah.
1: And now this will be our last game, and then the next thing will be the Big Tens, right?
4: Yes.
2: Yep. Yes. Yeah. And and
1: this year we'll be in it.
2: Yes. Hey, uh, we have our, We have to. I've got Cat on though. We got
4: Cat Moody from the Iowa, um, Iowa Track Team car. And if you stay yeah. on, okay.
1: Well, anyway, you have good luck with your all your visitors. And, oh, we
4: always do. Uh,
1: and you oh. have a good day. Right,
4: you too. Bye. you too. And here she is. Here's Cat Moody. Hi, Cat. How are you doing?
6: Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good.
4: We appreciate you coming on. We got Tommy Lang, myself, Pat Hardy, and Captain Steve here, KCJJ Radio. And first off, I just when I. Saw that you had won both events at Drake. I'm like, you know, that's that's pretty impressive stuff like that doesn't happen very often. I mean, I've read where you won each event with about an hour apart from each other. First of all, congratulations! Second, was that your expect? Obviously, you want to win everything, but did you think that was within your reach going into the event, or did you surprise yourself, or how did that go?
6: Um, I think going into the event, I wanted to do the best that I could. I knew that the weather wasn't going to be cooperating, so my coach just told me to go out and compete. Um, And during the event, um, I was having a lot of, like, technical issues. So I really just wanted to, like, place as best I could. Um, I didn't know that I had won either one of them until, you know, after my last throw, Mm. and my coach was like, you won. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, But it was definitely – I just wanted to do the best that I could, and winning was a nice perk.
4: Sure was, and I don't think the average fan like ourselves understands or appreciates just how technical both events is that you do. Can you talk about that? Is one more technical than the other, and how much is the technical stuff? Obviously, you have to have strength and all the athleticism, but how important is the technical stuff you just referred to? Um,
6: The technical side of throwing is, very very important um i think in high school you can just be you know a little strong and Mm -hmm. make the implements go further but when you get to like the collegiate level and you want to throw at a higher level um you have to take a lot of time with um your technique um it is very difficult because like just any little thing could throw off the entire throw um so you have to really it's really a mental game to make sure that you're doing um, each rep as close to the same as you possibly can um and you can usually tell as soon as the throw starts if it's going to be a good throw or a bad throw um but you just have to try to make it go as far as you can while you're doing it um, even if it does not feel correct um so i feel like the the technique is extremely important. People don't understand how hard throwing can be because it's a you know it's an individual sport. Nobody else is in the ring with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know some people think it's boring, but um, it, it takes a lot of knowledge, and you have to know yourself really well to be able to compete at that higher level.
4: Uh, well said, and I, I, yeah, I mean, I just, when I watch you guys go through your routines and stuff, it just seems like everything is down to the ex- exact second, exact inch, and like you said, so you know when you release either the discus or the shot, you can tell if it's going to be a good throw pretty much from the moment it leaves your hand. Yep,
6: yeah, definitely.
4: And did you feel like your throws, at the, the, the the throws that ended up winning at Drake, was that your reaction when you, you knew when you got those off, yep, these are good, these are going to give me a chance?
6: Um. So I, I knew that they were going to um, be better than what I had thrown. Okay. I didn't, I didn't think that they were going to allow me to win because I didn't win the discus or the shot until my last throw. Wow! Um, I just wanted to go out, go out as best I could, be aggressive as I could um, in that last throw, um, and it just was enough to uh, put me on the top.
4: Wow! And you mentioned the weather earlier. How I mean, this has been one of the windiest springs I can remember. How much does that impact what you do in both events?
6: So for discus, it it affects it greatly. Um, The women's 1K discus, um, it really depends on the weather. If you have um, a tailwind, then it just pushes your disc down. If you have a headwind and it's coming at you, then it can carry your disc and, and so on so it really affects women's disc um, for shot put it doesn't affect it as much mm-hmm. it more so affects the person um, having to throw with wind uh, whipping you in the face the entire time but um but for disc it's, it's it's really hard to throw when you have bad wind conditions
3: you know we always talk about you know, Jan Jensen how great she is uh, coaching the front court of the women's basketball team but we had Lalaga Tasaga before you and what you're doing now who's sort of your your guru who's who's coaching you and and getting just the best out of you right now?
6: Um, So my coach, Ray Robinson, he is definitely um, the person who is pulling um, all of this out of me. He came in last year after my previous coach had left. Um, So last year it was a lot of like building a rapport, getting to know his uh, coaching style and just learning um, how we work together as coach and athlete. But this year, Um, He was able to get me a lot stronger in the weight room, and we worked really hard on technique. And now we're seeing the payoffs of, like, all the work we did last year and up until this point, because he says all the time, like, you're going to throw huge throws. You're going to be a great thrower. You just have to believe it. You have to put in the work. Um, You have to get stronger. And all of those things has really helped me up until this point.
3: Is there, are you a little intimidated or are you kind of accepting the challenge when you come after somebody <laughs> who had such success as Lalaga Tasaka?
6: Um, I love Longy. I she is definitely one of my good friends. Uh, she was definitely a mentor while she was here and even from afar. Um and I definitely, you know, it's not so much pressure, but just that I wanna make her proud. Sure. I wanna, you know, do what I can to follow her in her footsteps and just do the best I can for the team. You know, because um, at the end of the day, we are trying to win, uh, you know, Big Ten championships and put as many points on the board as we can. And she was always an integral part of that. She always um came in first or second in her events. So she put up a lot of points on the board. So that's what I want to do now is just be able to help my team out as much as I can. And if the big throws come with that, too, then they come Um, but we're really just trying to put together a team that can win um, a Big Ten championship.
4: So do you like one event more than the other, or are they both equal, and do you think you're better at one (laughs) than the other?
6: Um, I think it really depends on the day, Um, which one I'm throwing better. This week I would say I like shot more than discus, but that really changes on the week. Um, But I I would say I, I like them both equally. Um, I just started to get good at discus this year. Before this, I would have said I didn't like this; it okay. was my least favorite event. But um, as you start to get better at it, you start to like it more, and that's the boat that I'm in. So, how old
4: were you when you started competitively throwing the shot into discus? And what advice would you give some young um, young athlete who's thinking about doing the same? What are some of the keys when you when the early stages of doing what you do?
6: Yeah. Um, so, I started throwing in the eighth grade. Okay. Um, I started out just wanting to be, like, a track manager because, you know, I didn't want to run, but I wanted to still, you know, be a part of a sport. So, I was like, oh, I'll be a manager for track. And um, my the head track coach, which was also my choir teacher at the time, had said, you know, you should throw. You should think about, you know, throwing. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> um, and when I... You know, got to that first practice. The coach was like, "I've I haven't seen someone who has as much potential as you in a very long time," and I was like, "I don't know what that means, but okay." <laughs> um, and since then, it's kind of been um, just upwards from that. And you know, I been through all throughout high school and mm-hmm. um, now in college, and I'm hoping to go post collegiate. So um, there's a lot of stuff there. And but I would say to any young thrower um, any person that's thinking about throwing is that you know just just keep going keep trying I know in high school a lot of teams don't have the money to get the good implements or to have you know actual throws coach and I would say just you know go online do your own research um, get in the weight room do what you can because at the end of the day if if you love it someone's going to pick you up, whether it's a JUCO or
5: mm-hmm.
6: D2, D1. Someone's going to come find you, and they're going to give you the coaching that you need. So just keep going. Don't give up. It can be very stressful at times. You can really get down in yourself, put up those mental barriers. But if you just work through it, take it day by day, you'll be there. You'll you'll be fine.
3: How disappointing is it when you lose your one home outdoor meet just because of the weather? You don't get to race at home. That's a good question. I was Yeah, the... <laughs> because um, we talked
6: about that on really the show yeah. yeah we never get to yeah, see you guys compete yeah it was very frustrating um i think especially for our seniors mm-hmm. it was kind of devastating our home meat is never a meet that everybody throws at because it comes really close to drake relays and then big tens is just you know a week away so not everybody always competes but it is the meet where we have our senior banquet and our um, senior recognition, and I think that well, that was what was most upsetting was that you know they were contemplating not doing our senior banquet, taking us somewhere else, and people had parents flying in, and it was just really frustrating. But then it worked out so that we could have our senior banquet, um, and the people that were traveling that weekend could come back, and we could all celebrate together. So it ended up being okay. Um, but being able to compete at Drake for me is like a home meet because sure. I'm from the Des Moines area. So, um, I, I'm so happy that we got to compete at Drake twice this year. Um, it's as close to home without being home as you're going to get.
4: Yeah, You're a Waukee graduate, right? You, uh, you're from Clive and you graduated from Waukee, right? Mm-hmm.
6: Yep, I, I graduated 2019 from Waukee.
4: Okay, I graduated 1982 from Dowling, so I guess I'm a little older than you. Back um, <laughs> when I was in high school, Kat, Waukee was like a Class 2A school. Now there's two 5A schools in Waukee now, aren't there?
6: Yeah, there is.
4: I, it's wow. A, it's incredible how much it's growing. Okay, um, a lot of seasons still left. you got to feel pretty confident um, going into Big Tens, don't you, team and individually after what you've been able to do here recently?
6: Yeah, um, I'm really excited. I think that I put myself in the best position I can going into Big Tens with um, my throws thus far, getting into the the last uh, heat of the throwing events, which puts you in a good position. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited. I think that I'm going to be able to do some big things. The, there are bigger throws still to come. Sure. So I'm really looking forward to Big Ten's and then regionals and hopefully nationals.
4: Well, good luck with all of that, Kat. This was fun. I really enjoyed this. I'm sure our listeners enjoyed getting good. to know you I a little bit. This I learned some stuff too. Yeah, we learned some stuff about throwing. And <laughs> right. congratulations on your success. And we'll be pulling for you down, down, down the rest of the road here.
2: And when you're sitting with your friends and uh, they just, you know, flippantly say. Hey, you gotta throw me the remote control or something. Did they duck? I, mean-
4: <laughs> I guess we'll end it on that one, Kat. Yeah. You, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. What band
3: would you fill Kretzmeyer <laughs> track with if they were... <laughs> well, listen, we appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks a lot. Hey, thank you so much. You bet. Have a good day. That was a good one, Captain. Yeah, I like that.
4: Well, she was a good interview. Yeah, that was, in- good. Was that, that was Use so- that for softball too. <laughs> yeah. um, they they all, all. It seems like whenever we get these Olympic sport athletes who don't get interviewed that much, yeah, they're always great. Now we're gonna yeah. have Austin Cressley, yeah. who is a sprinter on the men's track team, um, who is.
3: That. You're gonna Guys call. Talk. Yeah. I'm okay. Make that happen. Yeah, and I'm gonna. Um, we can take a break too. We have 3 Don't we have to take two breaks? Should we take
4: a, yeah, take a yeah. break while you're calling? I, them? I said time. we'd call him sometime around 9.30.
3: Okay. Perfect. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll be
4: back. 1 800
0: 800
5: Rose.
0: 1 800 800 Rose, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1 800. 800, 800 Rose. It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE Remember for a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime. Find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry and watches. Our jewelers are on site so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and hertineandstockerjewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim or Kate. One of us is always there. iowa we want your
7: trade-ins it's that simple sedans coupes, suvs vans trucks we want them all at Deary ford in iowa city if you don't need it don't want it can't afford it we'll pay top market value for your trade if you've got a trade you've got a deal zero percent financing available plus huge discounts on over 60 new vehicles in stock so bring us
3: your trade-in we want them all Deary ford in iowa city hurry in or shop online at DearyFord.com. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Player's Sports Bar & Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Player's Sports Bar & Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog, an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players' Sports Bar & Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players' Sports Bar & Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. GT Car, owner of Suple Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Suple
4: Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Suple Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at soupbles.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer. See Premier
7: Automotive in North Liberty. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by
0: Plum Supply. Plum
1: Supply, kitchens and baths. Your home never
2: looks
5: so beautiful.
0: It is going to be a really nice day today, basically just because the wind, we finally get to kiss it goodbye. Mostly sunny, we'll get to 67 for a high this afternoon. The wind out of the northwest at only about 5 to 15 here throughout the day. Clear tonight down to 41. Tomorrow, sunny and warmer, 76 for a high. And then on Friday, mostly cloudy, a little breezy with a high right around 70. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable. On the mighty 1630, KCJJ. Temperature now
2: 49. fanatic.com is back with Austin Kressley.
4: Austin, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Go. We're doing all right. We've got Pat Hardy here with Tommy Lang and Captain Steve here with KCJJ Radio. Appreciate you coming on. Um, we just had Kat Moody on, talked about her great accomplishments at Drake, and I've been reading a lot about what you've been doing. You're the school record holder in the 100 and the 200 and running times that are Incredible. Just um, you got to feel pretty confident right now, getting into the real big part of your um, your schedule with Big Ten's and stuff coming up. Can you just talk about how you feel about what you about what you're accomplishing right now?
8: Yeah, uh, personally, it's it's a little bit. um, It's almost. I I don't really know how to feel about how well I'm accomplishing at the moment. Uh, I'm trying not to think about it too much. Just go on to the next race and move on from there. Um, This this season's been. Been crazy to say the least definitely knowing where i was last year and the years before that so i'm just trying to you know uh keep a short short memory and move on to the next race i don't want to dwell on uh things too long i'm very confident i'm very confident with what i can do at big tens and oh. that's basically it
4: <laughs> how much i mean all when you get to the level you're at and the guys you're racing against i mean you're all fast or you wouldn't be there how much of this is mental and technique the difference between a 10-1 flat or a 10-1-9 how much of it is those little things
8: I would say definitely the 100 is, I would say, almost 70% mental to 30% physical ability. Um, Definitely before I got, I would say, to this level last year, definitely in the 60, when I was struggling a lot more, I would definitely get in my head a lot more thinking to myself, oh, I got to get out. I got to do this. I got to do that. And it would completely just completely throw away your whole race. Nowadays, you know, uh, my coach just tells me, you just got to run. The training's there. Everything's there. You just got to go out and, and execute and run. So ever since I stopped thinking about doing X, Y, and Z, um, the times have been dropping, the times have been fast. So that's the best way I can, I can uh, explain it.
4: Kat was saying when she, um, right when the moment she throws, she knows whether it's going to be a good throw or not. How far do you have to be into one of your races to know, yep, man, this is going exactly how I need it? Obviously, if you're ahead, there's something. But when do you know you're in the middle of a really good run?
8: Um, so I would say, you know, when the gun goes off, you can basically know how the race is going to go with your first four steps or your first 10 meters of the drive phase. And, uh, when you're, you know, when you're up tall, running at full speed, you're not really thinking at that point. Um, the race is so quick and you don't really don't got time to think. It's mostly when the gun goes off, you think, okay, I gotta get out. Okay. I'm out. And then you just go into autopilot, just finish, get to the finish line. And then, based on when you cross the line, you can basically see around you what's going on. I don't, I don't really think in the hundred; it's basically just go, go, go. Um, so, when I finish the line, I'm like, I either ran ten o or I ran ten two. I don't really, I really can't tell sometimes. We're just moving that fast.
4: I don't want to put the cart way in front of the horse, but what would it mean to break twenty and ten seconds in both these races? Obviously, that's a goal. I mean, you're getting close. to What would something like that mean? Not many people do stuff like that.
8: Yeah, I mean, when I first started sprinting when I was 14 years old, I mean, it's everyone's goal when you when you think about, you know, those big breakthroughs in track, you know, breaking 11 seconds for the first time, mm-hmm. breaking even 10 seconds for the first time. It's a little bit like, can I really do this type of thing? Like, this is something that, you know, world-class athletes do. And it's a little bit surreal to think about, but I know if I'm more than capable of doing it. I've been really close before, um, but I just know – when that happens, I'm probably going to break down and start crying because all the hard work that's been put into this sport, to see I, those times pop up, it's going to mean everything to
4: me. I would imagine that, that, those, that would be incredible, and you're so close. i got to ask you, there's a lot of California natives that come out here and run track. For, what is it about the, the connection? I mean, obviously, Joy Woody's got a great thing going, great assistance. Can you talk about how you ended up here? I know you went to IMG Academy, right?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, how how so, did you end
4: up in Iowa?
8: Um <clears throat> So, I got to take you guys back to basically my junior season where, as a sophomore, I broke out, ran 10 6 um, and 21 9, but nothing really was, you know, college offers weren't really on the table too much. Um, And then my junior year, I had a lot of health complications, didn't run very well at all. I was in and out of the yard room. Um, And basically, all the college interest I was getting was out the window. I digressed, got a little bit slower. And then I was on, you know, these recruiting websites. And the and, and next thing you know, I get an email from IMG Academy saying, hey, we would like to give you a shot. And at first I'm looking at the email thinking to myself, this, is, this isn't real. This is, this is fake. Um, but I responded to the email. They responded back really quickly. Next thing you know, I'm taking a visit to IMG in November of that year. And in December I signed. Um, I ran throughout my junior season. Like I said, it didn't go well. And once I went to IMG in December, um, training went great. I opened up at 6'9", the 60, and like 22 and the 2. And then my next meet, that's when I really started breaking out, I went 6'7", and 21-3. Wow. And um, next thing you know, I, I got a bunch of phone calls, one of them being from Woody. And Woody just seemed, when I first got to Iowa, he seemed like he wanted me more than just an, just an athlete, just someone else with the name on a jersey. I feel like you wanted me more as a person, um, and that that homey feel. Like I felt like home here. I didn't feel like I was pressured to run anything fast. If things don't go well, I'm not gonna have a home here. I'm not gonna have a place here. I just felt very connected with the atmosphere that was here. I love the Hawkeye, you know, culture. Uh, doesn't matter what sport you run, everyone's gonna cheer. Everyone's gonna scream for your name. Compared to other schools that are more like football schools or basketball schools, they never get to know what track and field really is. Whereas here, it doesn't matter what sport you play, you are, you are a big, big name here. So oh, I loved everything about this school night when, when I when I signed. So keeping that.
3: So keeping that in mind, how much the, you, you just said the fans lo- love seeing you guys, but you had one home meet and a home outdoor meet, and it was canceled because of weather. How disappointing is that?
8: I mean, it was very disappointing. Um, I I was listening to Kat's interview, um, and a lot of things, like, for instance, I probably wasn't going to run at that meet.
5: That's what I figured.
8: Just because, yeah, just because um, I just ran at the Florida meet the week before that. So um, I think that was going to be a week off for me. But I probably was definitely going to go watch the meet and seeing all the fans. It's nice seeing, you know, how many people will support us. So it definitely was a little disappointing not, not having that meet. Um, but I felt more for the seniors that didn't get to run their one last time at, at, a, at, our, at our stadium.
4: So do you like one race better than the other? I asked Kat the same thing about the shot put in the discus, and do you think you're better at one than the other?
8: Man, I, I, my parents been asking me this since I started running, and honestly, I think the when I ran at Arizona, was, I finally got my answer. I think I'm better at the 200 than I would say the 100. Um, but I would definitely enjoy the 100 more than the 200 just because the 1 is a shorter race. I'm not exhausted by the end of it. Yeah. The 200 does take a lot more out of me, but um, I definitely think I have more potential in the 2 compared to the 1. Okay,
4: and I asked Kat the same thing. We, I mean, we got on especially on a day like today, the, the wind. How much has the wind been a factor this spring? Because it seems like every day here for Iowa, this has been exciting. I mean, is that, obviously that's a big part when you're sprinting, isn't it, the wind?
8: Yeah, so for us, the, the, the wind can make or break a world-record you know, run, in all honesty. So, for instance, for us, if the wind is over 2.0 meters per second behind your back, basically the mark that you land will not count. We'll not count. Okay. Um, so that could be super frustrating. I mean, you know you're going to run fast, but it can be super frustrating for meets like World Championships or USAs where you have to get wind-legal marks and you may not have the opportunity because every time you run, you get a illegal mark. So sometimes it would be really frustrating knowing that you're going into this race, knowing that this isn't going to be win-legal. It's not going to count for a school record. It isn't going to really count for much of anything other than regionals. But, um, you know, just try to enjoy it. I mean, you know you're going to run fast, so that's basically the only fun part about running with a lot of wind behind your back. Um, if it's the other way around, if it's a headwind, you know, it, it's not fun. <laughs> Especially for a little guy like me that doesn't weigh a whole lot in the 100. um, I can't really push through the wind as much as a bigger guy would. Um, So running in a headwind definitely slows you down and makes the performance that you run a lot less enjoyable. Um, So, yeah, the wind plays a huge, huge impact.
4: You were talking about your weight. How much is your diet a factor? We ask football players about this when they're trying to gain or lose weight. How much is your diet, what you eat each day, part of your daily routine, your preparation?
8: So, um, in the mornings I go pretty heavy protein based, you know, I have class pretty heavily in the mornings, So mostly it would just be like a big protein shake, something very simple like that. Grab and go get out the house. Let's start the day. Then usually for, um, lunches, it's a very, um, very heavy carb. I don't like eating a lot of protein right before practice. Um, I I learned that the hard way at IMG when I try to eat both uh, protein and carbs. So mostly it's. It's uh, pasta or, like, something like that, a rice with some meat. I really feel like we have a really hard day coming. Um, but the reason why I choose carbs over protein is because I just need the energy. I still want something in my stomach. Okay. Um, protein sometimes feel like it's too heavy, too daunting on my stomach. And then usually for dinners, it's, you know, as much food I could possibly get. Okay. My hands on, basically. So a steak. A, ground, a pound of ground beef with a, with a pasta, a mashed potato, or a, uh, or a vegetable. Um, so that's usually how it goes for my day. Um,
3: Sounds like my diet without the great. running.
8: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I eat like that every day. I just yeah. don't burn 4,000 calories. Yeah. i got to ask you, were, were you always fast as a little kid? Was running just something that you could always do, and you just, and you just decided, man, i got to take advantage of this? Was that, did it come easy for you?
8: Uh, see that, that's a good question. Literally for me, I, I grew up a football kid. Um, okay. most of my life, I, I played football. Uh, I started when I was five years old playing football. I, I, I played almost all the way up until high, all the way up until high school, and I started track my freshman year in the, in the spring. and it was in between that and baseball because I, I played baseball a little bit um, throughout middle school. I was pretty pretty good at baseball. But I'm like, I've always known I was fast at football, so let me try out the, the track thing. And I'll be honest, if you look at other freshmen that are running now compared to what I was running, I'm, I was pretty pretty slow. Um, but I loved the sport. I loved everything about it. And going to my sophomore year of football, I wasn't really enjoying football as much as I did track. I, even during the football season, I'm like, I don't – I mean, I'm not really bought into this. I'm more bought into track. I really want to see what I can do there. And then next thing you know, I break out, and I'm like, you know what? This is – guides path for me i don't think football's in the running at a guy that's five six 115 pounds at the time playing varsity football this isn't this isn't probably going to be something that's going to be smart for me in the long run so i i went full blown for track and that was the rest of history i mean i knew a part of like i knew track i knew i was fast i knew i was good enough i'm like let's let's just do it
4: well, you obviously made the right decision. I'm to. You've got a lot of talent around you. Janot McIver, I know you guys don't run the same events. We've had him on before. How much do you guys push each other every day in practice to get better? I mean, we always hear about that every day. You just got to make every mm-hmm. day count. How much is that a factor?
8: I mean, uh, this this year, this I think uh, Woody's training group, I know we don't train with Janot and the 400 guys, but our training group is by far the most locked in, Underrated, if not one of the best training groups you can have in the country. I mean, if you look down the list of people we are training with, you know, Kalen Walker, he's a NCAA qualifier in the 60. He was the previous school record holder in the 100. Grant Regis went 20.5, number, number three all the time in the 200. Also plays a big part in the 4x1. Colin had a good indoor season. Um, Grant, who's an NCAA qualifier in the 110s and the 60. I mean, we just have a very good group of guys that we train with every single day and everyone is bought in uh, everyone checks in on each other and make sure hey are you going to class hey are you doing this are you going to the trainers if you're hurt are you eating right after class, after your practice like i really do believe that's why i love this school when i first came here i'm like i knew this training group had a lot of potential and i knew how locked in they were from the start and we just continue to grind together when we when we were all freshmen is not as good as now where we're all doing great great things and it's going to continue to get better i believe because none of us are leaving next year so it's even gonna be crazier next year
4: oh and it's been i mean this is a great time for iowa track and field probably one of the best times and joey's come in he took over for larry resort there's a high standard now Mm -hmm. just before we wrap up you've got the biggest meet still yet to come just talk about your confidence right now your frame of mind getting ready for big tens nationals team wise i mean you guys have a high bar that you've set here at iowa
8: so the Big Ten meet, I mean, my goal is, is to sweep all my events, um, one, two, and the four-by-one. Uh, I've been slept on the Big Ten this whole year, even though I've been running these times, and I'm, I'm quite frustrated by this point, so I need to put on a statement. Uh, when it comes to nationals and regionals, you know, you've got to survive in advance. Mm-hmm. Time doesn't matter anymore. I know they say you still got you got to run fast, but at the end of the day, do you qualify to nationals because you win your team in ten three. No one's going to care.
5: True.
8: Um, so all that matters at this point is winning. Um, so you got to switch your mindset from time to winning. And at Nationals, you know, you've got to get there. we got to bring as many guys as we can healthy. I truly believe we can be on the podium as a team. I truly believe, at least for the 200, like I said, I feel like I'm stronger in that event. I can be on the podium at Nationals. That's my goal, and I hope um, that, that can happen.
4: Well, we'll be pulling for you. Hawkeye fans will be pulling for you. Austin, we appreciate you coming on. We know you guys are busy. I appreciate John Leo Mm -hmm. helping to arrange these interviews. And good luck with everything. We'll be pulling for you down the stretch here. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Thanks. Another fun interview. Yes. Yeah we try start doing like five or six of these a show Dude, and this would be nasty. It does
3: blow me away that they have one home meet and the best athletes aren't competing That's in it. track though. I know I That's know just I how guess it is, is. is. I don't know. Joey's
4: that. Joey has brought that frustration. track I'm not is as familiar with track. Track is not a fan friendly sport for people like here. Yeah. Now, if you're in Arizona and all these teams are coming down there to go to like the Desert Heat Classic or something, yeah. it's different. But you just don't have a schedule set up to where Iowa can host a quadrangular against Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Purdue, and you—you, you, it's just not built that way. It's just, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. And I just—I wish it would be, but, but you could see why I, someone like Austin wouldn't compete in some of these meets if they have to go Drake a week later because. They are bigger meets, and that's just how it is. It's it's unfortunate though, because I think especially with some of the athletes they have. I mean, let's, I always won two Big Ten titles in like the last four years. I mean, I mean last year I think they finished third, and it was like a huge disappointment. Think about that, yeah. at least from the outside. I think yeah. finishing third in the Big Ten is. I, I mean, if that's as bad as you do now under Joey Woody, that's pretty good. But both programs are really strong, but we never get to see them, we, and that's just there's nothing you can do about yeah, it. It's that's unfortunate. Weird. Now, this next guest, Nia Carter, I mean, you've, you've, you've been to a lot of the games. You've covered some for Hawk Fanatic. We'll, we'll have her on, and she's supposed to be calling in at 10. I mean, hopefully – I gave them the, the on-air number, 358-1630. And, again, she's from Rancho Cucamonga, California. And I, Cucamonga. Can, can you so say that's
3: where, um – That's where – uh, workaholics was set on Comedy Central. Guys have probably never seen that Should show. Should we start with that? Yeah. See what she thinks of that? Just yeah. That show where the guys are in their house just smoking weed all day and drinking. <laughs> yeah, let's start with that. Let's start with that. <laughs> have you ever she, seen Workaholics? I have not.
2: <laughs> I've seen it. Have you ever been called uh, a workaholic? Uh, yes, mm. <clears throat> by my wife. Really? <coughs> yeah.
4: I've been called an alcoholic more than a workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I don't think I've ever been called a workaholic.
2: No, ever. You wear that with a, like it's a badge. Not necessarily yeah. a badge. I'm just being <laughs> realistic.
4: I'm, I got nothing to hide. But um, no, we appreciate Cat um, and Austin both coming on. I enjoyed both those interviews. Well spoken, and I think it's nice for our listeners to get to know some athletes outside of the. You know, the big, there is life beyond football and Caitlin Clark, and as great as they all are and as much as we love them, it's nice to yeah. put the spotlight on some. No, I mean, what, what these guys are doing is incredible. This guy's running 10-1 and 20. He's ready to break 10 and 20 seconds in both races. Most people don't do that. I can't do that. Well, no. I like what you said. Yeah, your diet's just like just his like his diet my... is just like my diet, just minus the running <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the practice and the weight list. Now I do walk a lot. I'll give myself. But he did. I don't do the protein shake in the morning. But his dinner sounded. What oh, did he say? A big
3: protein shake. He's like throwing in spaghetti and meat. Didn't and mashed he say potatoes. A, didn't he
4: yeah. say a steak? A pound? Yeah, like a
3: pound of steak. A pound
4: of
2: sixty. That's sixty. You no, know, seriously. I can't eat more than... Uh, Wendy City now, Dogs it,
3: used to have a one-pound hamburger. You were on uh, D- Dubuque Street? Oh, yeah, oh I cannot. I can't eat
4: more. If I'm really hungry, I could eat a 12-ounce New York strip. But usually, even with those, I eat like two-thirds of it, and then the next day, you pan, smear, and have a sandwich. Yeah, I can't, I, I well, can't, can't I, eat more. Eight ounces is perfect.
2: I'll get the uh, get the 12-ounce, because yeah, I like ribeyes, so I'll go to like Longhorn or something, get the 12-ounce ribeyes, the lowest they go.
4: They don't, uh, an eight oh, they don't have an 8-ounce? Oh, not ribeyes. They don't have an 8-ounce.
2: I cut it in half, Yeah, and then I have half. But there's around.
4: times where I could down a 12-ounce if I'm really oh. hungry. And But I, but these people that order the like the 24-ounce porterhouse, I mean, what the hell?
3: I mean, <laughs> the 16-ounce bone-in ribeye. <laughs> I mean, what do you... Oh, it was the one for the great outdoors that he had to eat in the contest. John <laughs> uh, Candy had it down the whole... Well, I bet he could do it. Was it yeah. like a 64 ounce or something insane like that? Yeah. Remember when, Me- just...
4: remember when Means ate those two breakfast sandwiches? <laughs>
3: yes. Hey, I the was mon- there. Wasn't
4: it the monster? I thought he. I it thought was the it monster, was three, but not actually, the monster burglar.
3: It was like a monster. Didn't Feeney make the dare? Right? Yeah, it was you yeah. guys doing sports buddies? We were doing sports buddies, and he, he he ate two of them. I was there. The way, I was a witness. <laughs> they had gravy
4: on them. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Everything. And they were like Bacon. four inches, four inches high. I
3: could. I
2: <laughs> listen. Anthony and I when they came out with the Monster Burgers, we had a Monster Burger. It's bigger and than we Anthony. We did finish it. Yeah. It really was. And we finished it, but I didn't eat I swear to God, I didn't eat for a day and a half no, after I, that.
4: I remember the last time I went to IRP's breakfast. Uh, yeah. The Sunday brunch thing. Oh God. I literally yeah. did nothing till Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the band. Literally. I mean yeah. I went on Sunday. <laughs> And then Monday, was it was a haze. It was gone.
3: That time, uh, our whole family went. Like on a Sunday, were you there? I thought there was some event. We all went to Champagne's in West Branch on like a Sunday night. Did they do an all-you-can-eat? Yeah. No, but they gave you more than enough food. I've never eaten that much in my life. I mean, I felt ill like for hours. Oh, yeah, I was done. I need this out of me somehow.
4: My body was like, why? But there were such...
3: And I did eventually.
4: I (laughs) mean, just roast beef at my taking and just it was oh, just, i couldn't stop eating. i get
2: the roast beef and the salmon and everything and then yeah you don't have to eat
4: i just could not stop eating I well think I we don't s-
2: really eat a lot of, and i don't know people say because you're old now we have lunch and like uh i had a half of a sandwich yesterday and then had like a half of that uh last night i mean we don't we're not eating that much i ate a lot yesterday but we, what we don't eat, we also don't uh, exercise. I did, have a, I
4: did have a spicy chicken I was out at the mall. I had a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. It was good. Yeah. I didn't get, the, didn't get the fries or anything. My only complaint was I wish it was a little bigger. It wasn't real big, but it was good. Do so you mean, see
3: there's a Chick-fil-A yeah. truck now that goes around and you can just get it off the truck? That's a good idea. I, I think they are going to be somewhere here on the east side. I today. mean, I bet you they could. Seriously? Yeah, they have a food truck. They, I, they're sending Like it. ice cream? I think that's no, a no, good Chick-fil-A idea. No, like, like an ice cream truck though. If
4: people get used to no, that, no, it's like though. a food truck. They have food trucks. <laughs> if people get used to that though, though, I think they'll, I think they'll make. Yeah, some I sales. think because they be here keep for that while. stuff. They have, they keep it warm. No, this sandwich was good.
2: Are they going to be
3: ringing a bell and crap like that? No, it's that? not like a f- ice cream truck. There are food trucks that stay stationary and yes. serve. Yeah, that's ice how cream low- trucks go through the neighborhood and like pick that's up children. That's how Lorea started. <laughs> you know,
4: windowless vans. That's how lorea started. They had, they started as a food truck and then they became a restaurant. That's how a lot of those places start. But no, that's an interesting concept. Yeah. I would if I saw them parked somewhere, I could I could see myself driving down there to get I think the sandwich was like 550 by itself. Yeah, they'll don't be you... the
3: waterfront high V on the 6th. Oh
4: god, good luck there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they'll
2: be the transients. They're going to be <laughs>
3: asking
4: Chick-fil-A for money.
3: <laughs> no, I don't want a sandwich. I want 5 bucks. Yeah, give me some money. <laughs> 11 to 5 on the what is that? Saturday? So they have a schedule now. Yeah, they're going to be in Creston. I guess it's not an Iowa City thing. They'll be in Creston at some place. Marshalltown, Scranton, wherever that is. But yeah, they're going to Humboldt. Interesting. I'm, so it must be a state thing. But they're going to be in Iowa City on Saturday at 11 to 5 at Waterfront yeah, IV. Like I live on the east side the and watch Chick-fil-A? You,
4: should, you can go check it out, Captain. You, yeah. You don't live far from there. Go I'm get the spicy that's chicken. That's my hy I'm
2: going there today. I... I'm really not into chicken sandwiches. I actually I, don't. I like... They gave one to me and I was... I like wings. I didn't like the pickles. I like... Ooh, I love uh, the pickles. I, I like pickle uh,
4: rotisserie chicken. I like all that stuff, too, but I don't yeah. mind a chicken sandwich. Yeah, I, I just... I doesn't. mean, KFC used to have that one that's pretty good, or do they... They probably still do.
2: Yeah, it's it's like... A, a whole breast, yeah. a, it, it's a good. Bun. No, I, I could easily.
4: Yeah, I mean,
3: yeah, it's all good at KFC. I remember traveling Jesus. to the Big
4: Ten basketball tournament. I, we stopped in Galesburg at a KFC, and that's what I ordered. I ate that thing easy.
3: Now you're talking about like a regular chicken sandwich, not the one that's like two pieces of chicken. I just got the regular more chicken, chicken sandwich, in the middle or whatever it is. Yeah, no, this was one?
4: just a okay. one, one piece of chicken with the breading on it. It was good. Yeah. but no, this thing from
3: Chick fil A was fine. I just wish it would have been a little bigger. You know who has actually a really good chicken sandwich, and you wouldn't expect it. It's Bo James. They have like one where it's got you could get it with or without the sort of hot does sort of too. sauce. Yeah, it's really good. I've heard Popeyes has a really good. I one usually too. get the burger Popeyes basket says, there, but I
4: haven't been out there. The last time I was there, they were mean to me. Why were they mean? And they just the guy working the line just wasn't very friendly. Food was good. I loved when food. was that? Oh, this was a couple of years ago. Okay, because I guess the guy we were working
2: with that was buying advertising, I think. Uh, I don't think it ended well for him. No,
3: he was great. They advertised. They always brought us free food, and then we started finding stories in the news about fake checks, <laughs> I and it. they kind of stopped advertising it. But I love
4: their food, and the food was good. I just remember oh, the guy—the guy yeah. that waited on me—seemed like he just wishes well, I wasn't
2: there. When are they going to get? I thought they were supposed to get a Popeyes. I thought they were going to turn in the, the old,
4: old Pizza, pizza hut. hut.
3: Yeah, yeah, it still has the stuff from vaccination. See, I'd
4: there. go, I'd go, I'd go to that. Probably yeah. too much. Yeah. I mean. My only concern with Popeye's, I mean, as great as it is, it's probably not the best well, thing for you. You want to talk you. about the
2: transients. Hey, nothing's the best thing for you. Well, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. there is stuff that's good what?
4: for you. Hummus and... Well, if you... Ca- yeah. You know, food. kale. I'm
2: talking about food. Kale and uh, <laughs> other vegetables. I'm talking about
4: real food. And those vegetables... <laughs> the, the, I love vegetables, but I also love them baked in butter and pepper. Now, pepper's good for you. That's yeah. a, But vegetables without butter on them are, are kind of tasteless. Well...
2: I like some vegetables. I mean, I I love
4: broccoli. I love cauliflower. I love Brussels sprouts. breaded cauliflower. But that has to have butter and pepper on them. Or breading. Nah, I'm not really big on breading with Uh, vegetables. I don't
3: need that. I like... Onions. Yes, onion rings. Yeah.
4: So, but... See that? (laughs) Listening to him tell us his meal, his daily routine, we're all hungry now. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Now it's like a suitor show. Well, when he started off with uh, (laughs) the...
4: Protein. I'm like, okay, this is kind of, then breakfast, lunch, you know, pasta. Yeah. But then I loved it when he said, then I really hit it hard for dinner. (laughs) And said, well, you know, a pound steak. And then he wasn't, then he mentioned pasta.
3: Yeah. Mashed potatoes and gravy, I think were in there. I had pasta last night, homemade pasta. See, I could start off
2: the day with a shake, but not a protein shake. Yeah. Just just a big old shake.
4: Yeah, I, I could do that too. That actually sounds really good. I'm really hungry right now. But I got pasta left over from last night. Arby's has real good milkshakes. Never had one.
3: They are really good. Never even good. thought to ask for a milkshake there. No. I got a. I a, like Arby's. A gyro? Depends what you get.
4: I've had that there. They're it's okay. Just, yeah. They're, they're not like, you know, like you're going to get like a you know, street in Philadelphia. Well, probably not. But they're okay. No. Yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. okay. And, as long as they I mean, don't put too much of that TD sauce in They away. don't. No, you, I always ask him to go yeah. light on it. yes,
3: yeah. they did with mine. I didn't ask. Them a lot to, of places put they, too much on, and then
4: it's gross. They so.
3: catered my sister's wedding reception. I mean, you could just get it where you get like the thing of the meat, and then the buns. You could yeah. lay them out so people can put their own sandwiches. It was great. Just no. making your own roast beef sandwiches. Oh no, oh well, no, I like, it, I love their, it, I love their barbecue sauce yeah. too.
4: Whatever that is, nothing yeah. else tastes like it. They've no, their,
2: it's really good. And the the hero is good. But and then I said to Jan, and I hadn't had any milk product in forever. Ah. And I said, why don't you just get me a vanilla
3: shake? And it was damn good. And their French dips are good. Nathan too. Anderson yeah. from the room. It was the old 96-er from the Great Outdoors. He had to finish the 96-ounce steak. <coughs> a 96 Yeah, just... remember that? And then the gristle, too. I couldn't come close <laughs> a, to doing that. No. <laughs> no.
4: I mean, if I had to on a dare, and I was super hungry and drunk... Um, I could probably, be, but this was John Candy. I think. He, he could, yeah, I could probably do twenty ounces, maybe, if I just up, fam, famished and drunk. You gotta have, you gotta be hungry and drunk. How much do you
2: think Morrison could have eaten?
4: Well, he obviously, gained a lot of weight at the, at, toward the end. He was a lot heavier. I, um,
3: I don't know. He wasn't a real big guy. I, I can, I, I can do some damage at the. Have uh, you ever been to? I know you probably have the uh, Chicago Speakeasy in Des Moines. Yes. Yeah, oh, yes. I, I could, I could take down. A, Steak there. They used to do a Big prime. Steak. They
4: used to do a prime rib special, I believe, yeah. on Sundays. And I usually go there with them when I'm visiting girl my sister. Like out there was, she was actually she worked there part time. I remember. Yeah, I was out there on Euclid heading yeah. to Thailand Park up the hill, right there on the. Right. I don't yeah, know my geography. Been my there sister there drives, but when, yeah, I've been there many times. Yeah, is it still open? It's still open. Yeah, yeah they just open. went there for lunch wow. the other day. I, that's surprising. It's that's funny. our little
3: family sort of nice dinner uh, when we're okay.
4: visiting my sister out and there. My mom grew up just up the hill at about another mile, take a left on Columbia Drive. That's called Highland Park. That's the okay. Des Moines North section. That If you live there, you go to the public school, um, you would go to Des Moines North. So
3: I do like how to get to this really nice restaurant, you pass like train tracks. old train tracks and there's like a pizza hut that's shuttered that I think somebody's living in.
4: <laughs> oh, so the pizza hut's closed down? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, that was around for a year, uh, forever.
3: Yeah, no, I mean,
4: I used to drive... On that street, tons of times when I grew up in Des Moines.
2: Look at that!
3: We turned it into a Des Moines show. What yeah.
4: do you think,
2: Captain? KCJJ Iowa City. That's that's what he thinks. Yeah. So yeah. this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Have I have You seen that video? Do you think
4: that's real? Oh, what the drone video? strike. The drone. strike. No, no. I think they're looking for a reason to be yeah, the, to do mean to, things. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. believe anything that comes out of that. No, that looks. But too... I guarantee, there's a third of this country that believes it and because we got for some reason we got a lot of people in i'd like to think that they're capable of pro russia i don't know uh, they're not no they are not they are not good you got so much they, air defense around there that's yeah ridiculous.
2: where the drone comes right to the flag and then it blows i mean out. they wouldn't i
4: wouldn't yeah. think they're stupid enough to do that they're looking yeah. for a reason to escalate they're yeah do something, that's right they're gonna do something mean yeah should we ask? So you're saying
3: though? attacking the Kremlin in the middle of the night to assassinate Putin wasn't a good idea? No, no. <laughs> that he would not it's, be there at like four in the morning or whatever it was? Yeah,
2: They're not going to send a drone to do it anyway. But they lie
3: about they're everything. They're going to blow
2: up there. the whole damn
3: thing. And, you know, if they were going to do it, and they don't have the capability. I do believe that that could have been a drone, but how do they know it was a, a military drone? How do they know it was somebody, Ukraine? It could have been somebody around there. You yeah, it could have just been some wacko yeah. who lives around oh, there. You put watch. a drone up
4: there. Yeah,
2: you watch. They'll have some. But
3: they're going to say it's a Ukraine because they can use it. They'll blow up the picture,
2: and there'll be a string on yeah. the drone. Well,
4: next thing they'll bomb some <laughs> hospital or something. Oh, yeah. It's, no, they'll use they're this. They're just as, using as, it yeah. to justify whatever they do. I don't believe anything that. No, comes out of there.
2: No, and it just looks fake to me.
4: Yeah, me too. It's I fake heard as
2: fake as the uh, nominees
4: this for the Rock
3: and Roll Hall of Fame.
4: Nia Carter, you've interviewed her. <laughs> yeah,
3: very briefly. Hello. I actually let other people do it. Hi. Is this
9: Nia?
4: Yes, it's Nia. Uh, Nia, we appreciate you coming on. Nia Carter, Iowa softball star. Well, you got Pat Hardy, Tommy Lang, and Captain Steve here with KCJJ Radio. We really do appreciate you coming on. We know you guys are busy, but, man, you've had such a spectacular career and season. We wanted our listeners to get to know you a little bit. And I know you're from Rancho Cucamonga, California, right? Yes. How did you end up at Iowa? What, what, can you talk about that process, <laughs> what got you out here? Yeah,
9: of course. Um, so... I was recruited by Coach G um, my uh, beginning of my junior year um, because I was previously committed to the University of Louisville and I ended up decommitting from there and that was when Coach G stepped into like the recruiting process for me and I went on a visit and I immediately loved it here the people and everything and it's so different from California so I felt like that was big deciding factor for me to come to Iowa.
4: How is it different from California? Obviously, the weather and the we get all that, but how is it different just people-wise or whatever you experienced?
9: Yeah, I would say the people here are so nice. Like, it's just that part in itself is just so different from California. And just, like, the area is so different. Um, Everything's like farther apart, and there's, like, more trees. (laughs) Like, It's just more scenic, I would say, from
4: where I'm from in in California. Wow, Iowa more scenic than California. I never thought I would hear that. That's well, if you grew up in California, this looks <laughs> I know. like California. You know, well, true. Um, yeah, you, yeah. Like for you, you see a palm tree, and you. I mean, we see it, and we're like, wow, wow, but, palm tree. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, it's
6: different, yeah.
4: So the weather has. How long did it take you? Obviously, you were committed previously to Louisville, so the weather obviously wasn't a factor in where you were going to go. But was it was there some adjusting the first winter you spent in Iowa?
9: Um, absolutely. I remember the year before I came here was when there was like the winter vortex, I think, and it was like negative forty. Oh. And I'm nervous to come here, but um, I've adjusted pretty well to it. Um, I have no issues with it. I love the snow. I saw the snow first fall. Um, in Iowa for the first time because i have never seen it before. So I don't mind it.
4: So your success, I mean, I read, I mean, Tommy's covered some games, three for four, four for... What, I mean, what can you attribute your success to at the plate, the consistency? What are the things that stand out the most for you? Why you think you've been so successful?
9: I just think for me, I've really focused on um, my confidence this year for my. Um, I know I've had success in the past, but my confidence was low. And I feel like when I go up to bat, I always tell myself um, that I'm gonna like win. And if I lose, it's because of me and not because of her. Okay. So I feel like that has really been a thing that's helped me. This is just my confidence and just putting in the extra work outside of practice for sure has helped me as well.
4: We had Kat Moody and Austin Cressley from track on earlier in today's show, and they talked about the mental side of what they do is so big. Can I assume it's the same for you as a yeah. hitter? How, talk about the mental side, how important Absolutely. it is.
9: Yeah, um, it's incredibly important, especially in Is a game of failure. I think being tough is something that has helped. And just knowing that I'm going to fail and defeat. And I have succeeded before, and um, it's hard. It does get hard, but I, when you have teammates and coaches to support you, um, and you do it, it makes it way. Easier.
3: I think we lost her. Did we lose
1: her?
2: Yeah. Hello. Are you still there? Yeah, your your phone is is, you're breaking up on us. It's breaking up.
5: Sorry. Oh no, it's okay. I mean, go
2: by a window
4: or something. Let's. Can we hear you now? Yeah.
5: Okay. There we. we, There we go.
4: Um, Well, Tommy, you were talking about the crowds at Pearl Field. I mean, how much energy do you guys get? Because you were there for the Iowa State game. The Iowa State game, and Tommy talked about the the atmosphere was incredible. How much do you guys feed off that?
9: it's incredible we um just hearing all the fans cheering for us and i we always talk about when we hear the little girls um yelling our name when we're up to bat or on deck it's honestly such a special feeling and we almost want to put that effort into doing so good because we know these little girls look up to us so i would say the energy we definitely feed off of the energy that pearl brings and we loved playing at home.
4: How old were you when you started playing softball? Was it something? Was it something you latched onto really early, or when did you start?
9: Um, I think I was nine or ten is when I started playing.
4: And then I imagine in I did Cal-
9: other sports beforehand, but yeah.
4: What made you decide to settle on? Was that the sport you were best at, or the sport you liked the most?
9: Um. Well, I played soccer and I did dance before I um, decided to play sports. So I think um, my big brother, he played football and baseball. And I always would see him, like, playing baseball with my parents outside. And I just wanted to try it one day. So I decided on uh, playing softball. And I think um, when I turned 12 is when, like, my parent I decided I wanted to, like, be more serious about it. And mm-hmm. my parents, like, noticed that. And then um, put me into lessons and put more effort into me developing, like, my softball skills. I think that's when, yeah.
4: And I would imagine in California the competition was very high. Yeah, very high. Uh, Talk talk about how that helped your development through junior high and high school. I imagine you played against some great players.
9: Yeah, um, I was extremely lucky to play against some of the top players throughout my entire career. Um, I played for uh, Corona Angels, which was um, one of the top, travel ball teams in California and I um, my coach made us all compete within each other um, during games and in practice so I feel like that has really helped me in my college career just knowing how to compete
4: And and I know you were talking earlier about how you love the environment and everything out here in Iowa City I'm curious for somebody who grew up where you did how would you compare the the food like the restaurants in Iowa city, is that an improvement? <laughs> and, and I assume you've got some favorite spaces, some favorite places. No, you they go got to. Jack
3: in the box. She wins. But was, yeah. <laughs> but was that, a, was well, that in the, go ahead.
9: Yeah, I do. I do like the food here. I would just say California. We just have more okay. of it. Like we would have a Starbucks on every block. Like that's just California. But, um, I do, I do enjoy the food here. I do have some favorite spots. Um, downtown uh that me and my friends go to we go to shorts all the time um and we have black card like our black card there's a bunch of restaurants that we get to go to Mm -hmm. um yeah i love i love the downtown area and all the spots that they have
4: so um when you were deciding on iowa and you talked about coach how big of a factor was coach gillespie i mean she's got the program trending back in the right direction again and you're I mean I'm I'm sure you're aware of this Iowa softball has a rich tradition I mean under Gail Blevins they were a national power um just talk about how much coach Gillespie's presence and what she's doing how much of a factor was that for you
9: yeah um she's been able to really I would say turn around in these past few years that I've been here and coming in um I didn't know much about Iowa um just like Before Gail Blevins, I had known about the coach after her. Mm -hmm. Um, But coming in and just knowing um, how successful Iowa has been in the past really um, lit a fire under me, and I wanted to bring that back to Iowa softball. And Coach G was just a great person to do it. She um, sees all the talent in all of us and pushes us to be our best. So she was a big factor. So when you're making
4: a decision like that, obviously the softball stuff on the field is important. And how much is the other stuff when you're deciding where you want to go, how you felt around the teammates, just the community when the time, because when you picked to play at Iowa, you hadn't been here probably maybe one or two times. How much is the other stuff besides the softball uh, a factor in decisions like that?
9: Yeah, I think, I think it played a a huge decision for me. I just loved how Iowa was. I love the culture of it. Everyone is for the sports at Iowa. This is no professional team. it's a big college town, mm-hmm. and I love how all the fans support women in sports and everything we do and I think that was a huge factor and my teammate I love my teammates to death. they're the best people I've ever known, so coming in, I knew I was coming into like the right culture and a great group of people they played a huge part
3: so I tried to find this out off the air because I'd heard about this, and I couldn't confirm it, so I have to ask you on the air, and you've probably been asked a million times, but in your bio, it lists your father as mm-hmm. Clarence Carter Jr. So, is your grandfather mm-hmm. the musician Clarence Carter?
9: Uh, no, he's not. Okay. I got asked that question actually just recently. Um, I know who asked it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not. But I know all that. I know that musician. I know all. Because he has a son named like Clarence that. Carter Jr. So, that's... yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay. It's just a funny coincidence. What a weird coincidence! Yeah, he's not
3: okay. I would tell people he was.
9: So when you just. I know. Every wedding reception you go to, you can say, that's grandpa. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> so,
4: um, how often do your parents get to see you play? Obviously, California is a long way away. Is that one of the few drawbacks about being out here is that you are so far away from friends and family?
9: Yeah, I would say that is a drawback because most of my family outside of my parents don't really get to see me play unless you play in California. Mm-hmm. But this year, my parents—well, at least, yeah—my parents have been able to see almost every series. I think except two, just because it's my senior year, and they wanted to like come to every game and experience where I get to go when we play away games. So I think I've been really lucky. My parents support me so much, and I'm so thankful to be able to see their faces after the game.
4: No, that's great. I mean, yeah, that's quite
3: a commitment. Does does Coach Gillespie or or somebody else with the athletic department sort of coach you on dealing with the media? Because last week was the first time I'd covered softball and you all came out. It was you, it was Sammy Diaz and Coach Gillespie. You thanked us Mm -hmm. for covering it. Coach Gillespie shook all of our hands and thanked us for coming. It was just very accommodating and and it seemed like you were happy to be talking to us. Is that, or is that just genuine? Are you guys just happy to see people come out and take an interest in what you're doing?
9: Um, I think this is genuine. We know... Um, softball is a growing sport and we appreciate everyone who comes out and just wants to get to you know pick our brains and or congratulate us so I think we're just really grateful um, for these opportunities and yeah it's all genuine we haven't really done media training I would say since my freshman year my freshman year was just brief so yeah I would say it's all genuine
3: Well, all three of you were just were very polite and and, you did and, comment yeah, on that yeah I, so, for nice. so for for those Thank who you. haven't Thank seen you.
4: you for those who haven't seen you play or more specifically bat, how would you describe <laughs> yourself as a hitter
9: um i would say i would say i just make things happen okay um you know i just try to put the ball in play as much as i can um I don't really know. <laughs> I um I would say well people tell me that I'm like a spark, so when I get on base, they like it sparks something in them so mm. we can, you know, keep hitting around and score some runs. So I would say um I'm like a spark okay. for the
4: team. That, that makes sense. And uh, so do you change your approach with two strikes when you're at the plate? If you have two strikes do you have to make I do. what do you do if you mind me asking?
9: Yeah. Um when I get two strikes, I try to shorten my swing, and um, obviously not chase pitches and be aware that they would try to throw me a chase pitch. And I still settle in and look for my pitch, but obviously fouling off something that is close to the zone. And I try not to do too much. I'm not trying to hit a home run or Mm -hmm. triples or doubles. I'm just looking for a single. So I think that really helps me when I have two strikes is to try not to do too much and still look for my pitch.
4: I don't want to get too far ahead, but I want to ask you, when you're done with college softball, what do you want to keep playing the sport after you leave Iowa?
9: That's honestly, this year has um, been so amazing to me. I can't imagine just stopping. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what the future holds or who could reach out to me in the future, but i would I would love to continue if I had the opportunity to.
4: And you don't have a free COVID year. You're, you are. You're, this is it for you. No, I do. So could could you use your free COVID year and come back? Is that something you're considering?
9: Yeah, I could. Yeah, that is something I've considered as well.
4: Okay, because I know fan, fans would love to have you come back. Yeah, I, I know
3: there. there's professional softball out there. I just didn't know if it was if you could make a living at that, or if it's something you'd kind of have to do on the side, or or even if you looked at that.
4: Yeah. Do you know much about the professional softball leagues?
9: Yeah, they play um, in summer. There was a draft this past. A few weeks ago, there was, like, a draft, and it's for seniors, I think, or people who are graduating. Um And I know they play in the summer. It's something that I don't think people do, like, full-time. Okay. Yeah. Like, they would have another job on the side, but I think it'd be a great opportunity just to play in general sure. again in the summer.
4: Well, Nia, this was great. It was great talking to you. Tommy, anything else? No, I think we're good. No, we appreciate you coming on. It's been a great career for you here. Still not over yet, and... um Good luck the rest of the way, and whatever you decide, if you come back, I know a lot of our listeners are going to be thrilled to have you come back because you've been great for the Hawkeyes. We appreciate your time.
9: Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You bet. I'm
4: just knocking out interviews left and right. That's all, all I got, Captain. That the rest of the show is yours. That's great. I got Elon Musk on the phone. <laughs> Do you?
2: <laughs> I think he called during the first interview. <laughs> yeah.
4: And we didn't let him in, so now he's figuring out a way to shut us
2: down. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna. If NPR doesn't tweet, in the I the that. Twenty four hours, he's gonna give the NPR handle this. What? What the you hell? You know what's the most annoying thing for you me know, on Twitter now? The guy. Oh, and I
4: don't know if you guys have this happen to you, but like, I'll refresh my uh, for you Twitter yeah. thing, yeah, and it'll be Iowa baseball tweets from three days ago. Does that happen to you? Yeah, All I, the, I mean, the,
2: I mean, longer than that. It won't be that.
4: the Iowa baseball. I mean, the Iowa baseball team could be playing a game last night, and when I hit my refresh, it's their game three days ago. I'm having it. I don't. Why I've is that having happening? news stories come up like uh, from three day, a week ago? I don't. I don't get it. And then yet, it's, the stuff you would like to get from Iowa baseball, right? That's re,
0: you're not getting. It's
4: that. all left up. It is completely screwed up. Yeah. Well, he fired all the. I know the people that. You know, Those are three know front what they we're doing. I enjoyed today's show. Look at it, it's ten fifteen. It's almost yeah. over. We gotta just start doing this every day. <laughs> just reach out to Iowa. Hey, we need yeah. five athletes every day. We yeah. don't care what sports they're <laughs> we in. <don't> care. <laughs> we'll get Carnes call in. Then we do three or four athletes. Boom, we're done. So did
2: you see the Rock and
3: Roll Hall of Fame? No, but I've heard
4: you guys were going to tell me. And well,
3: I uh, how happy will I be with the guests? Not at all. I don't think you'll agree with any of them.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Was that more about them or me, or both?
2: Uh, no, um, it's more about them. Let's hear it. Yeah, it is more about them. Yeah, honestly, because I'm go- looking at them going. Let's go down the list right now. And but, I'll give uh, you a, okay, break well, it let down. Me, let me get them. Let me get... Uh... Yeah, it's not being
4: greeted well, either.
2: on uh, 99 plus. No. Hell, the stone Oh, yeah, out. well, that
3: I mean, the stones are to be
4: dead by the time you start reading this list off. Okay. I have it in front of me. You want me to just read it? Here's
2: the list. Well, I got it... Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. You read. It. Uh,
4: Kate Bush, I don't mind. I don't know if she's Hall of Fame. She's not yeah. Hall of Fame. No, she's two songs. She,
3: running up the hill. I love that song. But yeah, it's not a, enough to get into Hall of Fame. No, she was. Wasn't she kind of floating around with just under the number of votes until the Stranger Things happened? I. So she's in, or is she nominated? She's in. This is oh, not she's nominated. In. This is
4: in.
2: She's in.
3: Cheryl
4: Crow is in. One song. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl- I like her, but I don't think of Hall of Fame. Well, I think she was a solid 300 I, I, hitter for 5 to 7 years, made a couple All-Star teams, but not Hall of Fame.
2: Well, she's had a lot of I mean, a she's lot of had other people like performing own. with her.
4: But I also yeah, didn't I think
3: Green Day's Hall of Fame and you guys told me I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I when I think well, of Hall of Fame, Well, Sheryl Crow is a first ballot Hall of Famer compared to what we're going to get into in a minute. Yeah. And
4: she's also um, good looking. Yes. That, that, does that matter?
3: Yes. Kate Bush was good looking <laughs> in But her she day. only uses... Didn't she only use one square of toilet paper or something? Didn't she mention that once? I don't need to go there. <laughs> yeah, she only whole <laughs> kind of kind of one square. <laughs> she wanted to be environmentally friendly. So. Azrash. <laughs> <As> <laughs> <That's a cat. laughs> is that her nickname? All right, keep How going. about Missy Elliott? Missy uh, <laughs> Misdemeanor Elliott. I don't even know who that is. Rapper. 90s rapper. Well, if it's... I mean, I'm not saying I'm up on rap, but I haven't even heard of her.
4: I, at least i heard of Tupac, and I'm not... Uh, Tone Loke, <laughs> yeah, Sugar Hill Gang, uh,
3: George Michael, not Hall of Fame. Not, Is he dead? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. No, I don't. I he was Wham, right? He was the first carpool karaoke. He's That's the one, the one that say. you he yeah. wanted you to yeah. wake him up before he yeah, went to the Go Goers. Yeah. yeah, and then Careless yeah. Whisper. I bet you played a lot of Careless Whisper. Mace yeah. Thinks yeah, he does. We played all that. You, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't
2: think he's. Well, I mean, we play
3: it now. I didn't. Is he Hall of Fame? I he's no. more... there's one on this list I will actually defend it. You won't think he's like, I would. He... I think
4: he's another three hundred hitter who made a couple all star yeah. games and was pretty good, really good, but not Hall of Fame. He's not Tony Gwynn. Rage against the machine. Very angry. Um I've heard a lot about them. I've never listened they're part of that Seattle grant. No at them.
2: least they're rock and roll. They're
4: from Los Angeles. Yeah, they're oh, Los they're from Los, Los, Los Angeles, Angeles. I believe. But they no, are they are rock and roll. They're are they heavy roll. metal? Yeah, kind yeah. of kind of heavy metal with like I don't know, rap. what the hell did the machine do to them to where they would yeah. rage for The it. first
3: time I ever saw them was at Lollapalooza. They were the opening act. Nobody would heard of them yet. 93 in Des Moines at the fairgrounds. Sign got the name wrong. Rage Against the Machines. <laughs> okay, like it was so a Doctor
4: if, Who plot. Okay, so if you put Rage Against it, then does the system of they the ground get in? And then does does Soundgarden get in? Well, how Audio do you feel about machines. I mean, Soundgarden's already in, I think. Are they? I mean, I, I don't think of any. I think of Nirvana and Pearl Jam as yeah. grunge Hall of Fame. Yeah, after I, I mean, put not Temple Temple Temp- pilots. I've no, been out, I, Laws and I chains I, Yeah, I don't think of them as Hall of Fame. I mean, the only two grunge bands I would think of, but they need to keep doing this every year for business. So it's they're and running time the running marches on. There are new can,
3: artists being built every year. You can day. only
4: nominate the Beatles. I,
2: I would agree with uh, Cheryl Crow. Oh, she backs up a of lot all the people. ones you've named. What about she- the Spinners? And I would agree with Rage Against the Machine. The
4: Spinners. Uh, no. Uh, S- okay. S- I mean, if we're going to go into that genre, from they, they're Motown, right? Or, yeah. I mean, the Supremes, yes, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Spinners, I, I. Then do you put the Four Tops in? Then I mean, I mean, I, if you put the Spinners in, there's so many others that were just equally accomplished. Yeah. You have to Throw all most of those do. are in though. They are they? they probably are. Think. It sounds like. And, and three, finally,
3: did, oh, you, oh, you oh, have go something. ahead, Willie Nelson. Yes. Yeah. Not, I'm not, 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 not to. No, not
4: Hall of, not rock and roll though. He should be in some type of Hall of Fame. Yeah, a music he's already in
3: the country music hall. But I
4: don't really consider Willie Nelson rock and roll. He collaborates with a lot he's of guys. Not
3: rock and ro- he's but not. he did help found Farm Aid, which is a big rock concert that happens every year okay, for like 30 or 40 Okay, but
4: he's being put in for his music. Okay. And to me, on the road again, I mean, that's not rock and roll. It's not rock and roll. And I love Willie Nelson. The I do person, too. I like what he stands for. I I'm not big into his music, I'll have to admit. I'm not a huge fan. But yeah, I
3: let Dolly Parton in last year, I mean, I know, sure that. I It was ridiculous, she be and she, she, she didn't think she should be. No, in. she said she shouldn't be it. I mean, she no. wrote a lot of songs for other people, though, didn't she? Like Cher, didn't she write some?
2: She wrote songs, but they were country tinged songs. Okay. I, I, I
4: mean, Car- uh, what um, Carol King? that's yeah, Hall of Fame, and a lot of her songs that she wrote for other yeah. people were rock and roll songs. I mean, I mean, I just think the words "Hall of Fame" just don't mean what they Listen, used I'm to sad
3: Suter is missing this show
4: because they're running out of bands uh, to put rock in. Rock and
2: roll doesn't mean what I mean. It should be okay. Make it pop music, and even with pop music, I don't know that I put in Willie Nelson.
4: So, am I wrong though to say that Nirvana and Pearl Jam should be the only grunge bands in the Hall of Fame? I
3: would say you're wrong. Who would you add in there? I would put Alice in Chains. I'd put Soundgarden, and I would put Stone Temple Pilots. So. Uh, uh,
4: Okay, so pretty, that's
3: yeah. I, I I mean I could go through the list of who's in already and tell you. People I'm sure they're who don't probably all in. in. Yeah. I mean, if listen, if if they can put Kate Bush and I love that's this, like you're setting standards. I, said, yeah,
2: if they could put him her in, yeah, then, then
3: why wouldn't you put Soundgarden in? Well, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. just
4: let their guard down. Yeah. And they're gonna put anyone. Well, in. hell, why
2: not go Air to supply. the sixties and put Left Bank in? You know, Do you think there should be like a veterans more, committee like baseball that says, more, why aren't these people in yet? How about yet? Manassas?
4: Yeah. Little Feet's not yeah. in. Manassas, put yeah. them in. Steven Steele's was in it. Put them in. How about, um, it's, how about um, it's a Wonderful Life? Or no, What? who did White Bird? Oh, God.
2: No, it's, uh,
4: yeah. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful why not put day. them in? God. White Bird
2: Word in a gilded cage. I mean, I just God damn, <laughs> I hated that. I hate that song so much. I
4: didn't really
3: like it either, but I li- my, my one sister listened to it. White
2: bird must fly.
5: Wait, I mean, are you comparing Die. that to Alice
3: in Chains? Because I'm going to have to take issue with
4: that. I've never really listened to Alice in Chains. What, what's next, Mudhoney? I'm going to put them in. Aren't they a grunge band? from the- pretty- That's
2: the one that uses one square. Mudhoney? Mudhoney.
3: <laughs> Hello. We're making someone Good wait. Good morning. Captain yeah, Steve,
7: Jesus. you're making him wait.
3: That's four interviews Good. today.
7: Yep. <laughs> Good morning, Captain Steve, Tommy Lang, and Pat Hardy. Good morning, Southern Justin. I, I, I like I like Willie Nelson. You know what? My, you know my favorite song from Willie Nelson. He remembered is? me?
3: What's what? that?
7: I'll never smoke weed with Willie again.
3: He has a song with that name.
7: Yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a song. Yep, I never smoke weed with Willie again.
3: Wow, he's, well, I think he was lying. I mean, I don't yeah. think that's true, unless it's about a dead guy. Toby Keith. Wrote Toby it. Keith
4: wrote that song. Honey yeah, said.
2: yeah, it's not a Willie Nelson so you're song. Giving a song sp- about Willie Nelson. You're giving us false
4: information <laughs> yeah. on a show that prides itself on, on accuracy yeah. and precision. You don't hey, know. A, a, well, it it would it be. Song. A, I've
2: never, I've never smoked weed, but, but that's w- not Willie Nelson. Toby Keith. Toby wrote Keith this wrote song. that song and performed the song. It's not Willie Nelson.
4: That's what we're saying. Well, you've you've I, never uh, smoked weed? I ne- <laughs> I'm
2: not,
7: I'm not, I'm never, I've never smoked it. Yes, so I it? understand.
2: But it's not. It's, say it. It's Toby Keith. I was wrong. Say it. Say, I was wrong.
4: Is Toby Keith in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Probably. Yeah, not probably. Yet. not yeah,
2: yet. He will be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so will uh, Junior Samples. Is, yeah, if Kate Bush could be in there, why not put Junior samples
5: How about Desmond? From how about Desmond Decker?
2: Des- you never know;
7: it could be one of Southern and Justin's song of the week. You no,
5: it, know.
2: it really couldn't be.
4: <laughs> no,
2: that would not be
4: because you've got a yeah, you've got a bar you're setting right, Captain.
2: Yeah, it's a, we got a format. Are
4: we doing the well? We better do the menus because some of the kids are probably almost sitting down yeah. to eat right now, and they have no idea See, what. If this expect- is uh, stuff any of the track athletes would eat. Yeah.
7: Well, the, Re- well, the Regina Cowboys School, they're having a beef hot dog, baked beans with pair of slices. Wait, is that hot dog in a bun or on a bun? Just a beef, just a plain old beef hot dog. Yeah, say
2: bun? Yeah, don't try to throw them. <laughs> sorry. He's that's at the Regina Cowboys.
7: Macaroni and cheese with pork, little smokies. Oh, that's good. That
3: was always one of my favorites. I don't mind those. Yeah.
7: Shooter hates Beef shoot. teriyaki nuggets. He hates a lot of teriyaki.
2: Them. I love teriyaki. I do, too. It's not trucky Beef.
7: Beef teriyaki nuggets. Domino's cheese pizza. Frosted cinnamon roll. Domino's, broccoli florette. Yeah, we never got Domino's. Orange wedges with ranch dressing. You
3: gotta have those square pizzas.
7: And today for the boys' House, School is a taco in a bag. Tri-tater. I dated a girl with that
2: name. That's his old girlfriend. Yeah.
7: Diced peaches in salsa. And now bunch of that's that's on the Hawks fanatics, On the Mighty 1630.
4: It, diced peaches in salsa? Thank you. I think yeah. one thing we can conclude is that, that Austin Kressley's eating better than the students oh, yeah. are in Iowa City and Burlington. They're getting Domino's. Yeah. Is that fair to say?
3: Yeah, why are they getting Domino's? We had like the little rectangular pizza. I, yeah, I they weren't bad. They yeah, were, were
4: okay, them. but it wasn't Domino. You can actually find the rest of the He did say Domino's, right? Yes, he said Domino's. They have some deal with the city? Yeah, good good business for them. Do they advertise?
3: Yes. Yes, do they? Yeah. Okay. They'll be on um, our next auction, which well, is by they... the way, a week from Friday.
4: We have an oh, auction. Okay.
3: <laughs> I thought you'd light up at that. <laughs> <You> lie,
5: lie.
3: <laughs> that
4: Debbie Boone song. That Debbie Boone song just came She'll right be. She'll She's I've in in never
3: seen you light up
2: like that just now.
4: <laughs> She's in the Hall of Fame isn't she? Oh,
2: she will be. Yeah. Us <laughs> the God. how freaking it, it, It's just too many. It yeah, it's too many and <clears throat> I don't know who's nominating these people. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm not sure who votes and nominates.
2: It's, it's supposed to be the record raps and radio
3: stations and crap. And, Do you think they should know. have a veterans committee? So like when Little Feet, people go, hey, Little Feet's not in.
4: Well, Little Feet's not in, and I don't like this band, but like it's the Little River Band, and the, I hated them, but no. they were hugely successful. Are they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, Why no, should no. they not be in if Audio Slaves in? I mean... Well, Audio Is Audio Slade, Slade bigger than the Little River Band?
1: I would
2: call it rock and roll. It's heavy but rock and roll. But we've already
4: decided kept, that doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm just saying, was Audio Slade more successful? Little River Band was fingernails on a crap. Don't get me wrong. Couldn't stand. Friday night it was late. I got down to the gate and I was dreaming so of So the station played 1st time working here. But are they in the Hall of Fame, Little River Band? I don't believe so. Aren't they from Australia? Yeah.
3: yeah. I worked River here for about two years in college and we played that.
4: About that Friday night, it was yeah. late, I was, that was oh, That right there in the forty I was dreaming of the night. Why do you Would leave? it
3: turn out... Because right? I heard it all the time. Kind of Yacht Rock, like you know, the new Jonas Brothers song. Junior high, rock. high school, on lame dates. Jo- the Jonas Brothers just released a, rock, a Yacht Rock song called Waffle House. I've never heard it them. It sounds I,
4: like a 70s song. I've never heard them, and I'm guessing I would hate the Jonas
3: Brothers, wouldn't I? Not hate I think you'd person. like them, because they're funny. They but don't... I wouldn't like their music, would I? Probably not. It's top forty-ish. No, I went on to, no no need. But the Waffle House is great.
4: That's I've actually had decent meals. Was, as long as you don't get the hell beat out of you, they're not bad. I want to Kansas a City. Waffle House.
2: <laughs> you don't get the hell beat out. Of you.
4: Well, I mean, they actually have pretty. I've eaten there and left their <laughs> left their man. That wasn't bad. You just you always worry about getting a chair smashed over your head. <laughs> Seriously, have you ever seen some of the videos out there?
2: <laughs> yes.
4: I mean, I I remember this Waffle House worker, I believe. Someone threw a chair at her, and she grabbed the chair in mid-flight and threw it down to the ground. And I think that customer realized, man, I'm messing with the wrong cook. I think it was Waffle House.
3: When I went to the uh, (laughs) Iowa-Kansas State game down there, I made the mistake of drinking before and during that game when it was like 100 degrees. Shooter said it was so hot, he quit drinking. Yes, that's insane. So I go back to the hotel room and just pass out. Get up at like 3 in the morning. I'm like, well, what do I do now? Everybody's asleep. Uh, I'm hungry. I just go out, take some guy's car to the next one. Here's the Waffle House. Are they open 24 hours? Yeah. And I don't remember much about it, but I remember going to the Waffle House and just eating by myself at like 3 in the morning. That's just inviting I took this guy's trouble. car without
4: asking him. That's just inviting chaos, though, is being open 24-7.
2: Kate Bush, uh, okay, here's her songs that were
3: hits in England. Uh, running Up That Hill. Love it. By the way, that's I want to point out that's important. That's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not the U.S. Ho- and she's huge... She, that's a good In point. English.
2: Hounds of love. Yeah. Okay. I ha-
3: I would have to hear it to know if I recognize it. Babushka.
4: I don't know that one. I know Hounds of love. Withering
2: Heights. The I've kick inside.
4: See, I have none of these ring a bell.
2: Cloud busting.
4: Do you play these as much as you do running up the hill?
2: No. We played running up the hill at KFMH and you Hounds of love. And I play them both. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I Hounds love running. Head.
4: I love running. I know Suter doesn't like it, yeah. but, but we ganged up on him that one day and said, we did like it.
2: Yeah. And then from this woman's work album, she's having a baby.
3: Yeah, I don't. But no, Kate Bush to me is not is that, Hall of Fame. It, I just Paul Inca is having my baby. Chat room seems to think Audio Slave is way more popular than Little River Band was.
4: Well, Little River, I'm guessing a lot of those people in there are younger. Are younger which yeah. I, I mean, Little River. And trust me, I'm not a fan of Little River Band, but they were huge when I was in junior high. In they high were
2: huge when they came, they came out here and performed in Coralville. Yeah, they uh, were huge uh,
4: yeah. back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. So. so But they're not in the rock and you couldn't find that they are? E- is ELO in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I think. Because to me, ELO is way bigger than Audio Slate, but oh, that could so. just be my age and the fact that I never liked grunge music. You know. But to me, ELO um, would be deserving. Are they in? Do you know, Hunter? I'm looking. Super Tramp? Super Tramp's got to be in the Hall of Fame, aren't they? When was ELO inducted? Not a huge 2017.
2: Su- they okay. Were okay, put in the hall. And I'm not a
4: huge Supertramp fan, but I recognize what they were able to do. Yeah, and they, they did it during hits. times when it was very impressionable for me in the 70s and 80s when I was just starting to grow up with music. I mean, Supertramp was on. I mean, Breakfast in America that was a huge yeah. album. And I'm not a huge Supertramp fan, but I recognize.
2: I, like, I like the Long Way Home. I like that.
4: Yeah, um, the Logical Song. I yeah. like. School, Breakfast in America, Breakfast yeah. in America. There's yeah. about eight or nine of their They're kind of like ELO. They got like yeah. eight or nine songs. Oh, you know, I've got ELO's Greatest Hits. Every song on that Greatest Hits, I remember listening to because they were on all the time. Who do you think's more? Who would you rate as more successful? Electric Light Orchestra or Supertramp?
2: Electric Light Orchestra. You yeah, think, think they so were more too. successful than yeah. Supertramp? Yeah.
4: How about you, Hunter? ELO or Supertramp? Who more successful? ELO. ELO. I think ELO. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hunter. But both bands, to me, would, if these other bands we're talking about, they have to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But like I said, I'm old-fashioned. When I think of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think of the Beatles, the Stones, Bob Marley. Yeah. And Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin. I think of bands like that. And 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 I'm showing my bias, of course. I'm trying to think of what's a, a like, I mean, you, the Bee Gees, they're not rock and roll. I hated them. I hate them. But they, ha- they have to be in if all these other bands are in, aren't I- they?
2: They need to be in the mental illness. But their things. music,
4: their music, seriously made me ill at times. Yeah. In the event that something happening, how about to jive me. talking?
2: Okay, you go to the disco, but I had to play them when they first came out. Ooh, they were like love ballads, right? No, every song was depressing. Really? It well, was absolutely depressing? Well, the great uh, nineteen forty-one mind disaster. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean. In the event that something happening. Okay, to me. now, and
4: I know you're not a big fan. Um, <laughs> God But damn. G- Gordon Lightfoot, that to me is hall of fame. Even yeah. though I did like some of his he stuff. He was in Canada. He was huge in Canada, yeah. and you know, rest and here for a while. I mean, when I found saw that he had died, that was another one from my childhood. Who, I was never a huge Gordon Lightfoot fan, but his music was always there. If that makes sense. Yeah. It was part of growing up, and that's another one gone. I mean. The Edmund Fitzgerald thing—I know none of us really like it—but some doesn't he have like Lonesome Highway and Yeah, Carefree, Carefree Highway, Carefree Highway. Highway. I mean, some yeah. of his other stuff was. Sundown, it's okay. I reckon, Sundown. I recognize his talent. Yeah, to I, me, if he should be in the Hall of Fame, if freaking Kate Bush and are it, in the Hall it of Fame, is to me, yeah. Well, I agree with that. And I, I think, assume he is in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I don't think he might so. be. I
2: don't know.
4: But I don't get Little Feet. I don't know why Little Feet is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't. I mean, I do not get do they that. They hang one. Up? Oh. oh, they're there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Hello. Hello.
7: Oh, hey! I have uh, Super Tramp eligible since '96 for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but not in the Rock and they're Roll
5: They're still Hall not, of Fame not in. I,
4: I, I don't get that at all. Yeah. Oh, thank you for looking that up. I do not understand that at all. Sure. I mean, I got a little feed story, but it's let's let's hear, my, Is it I decent? A, Can we tell it on the air? Oh yeah. What do you got? So I was
7: an equip, I was an equipment manager in a college in in Maryland, and uh, little feet showed up, and I had keys to the whole facility. So on a routine, I got to peek in. Uh, oh, that's my
4: outlaw story. Well, we met. You, you, little, you cut out. You cut out, the, you, you cut out. You cut out at the punchline. Yeah. What, what? What happened when you looked in? Oh. Uh,
7: Oh, I got to see Little Feet for free for about five minutes oh. because I was working.
4: So uh, what year was this?
7: Oh, boy. Uh, 93.
4: Okay, so about 15, 14 years after Lil' George had died. No, that's cool. No, that's a cool story. Yeah, I don't understand why Little Feet is not in the Hall of... I mean, Waiting for Columbus is one they of the were, greatest albums ever. They were ever. righteous. They were beautiful. Okay, cool. Okay. Good to hear. Yeah. Hey, All right, thank oh, you. Awesome. That's a good day. Yep, you do. Gordon
2: Lightfoot has never appeared even on a ballot. Wow.
4: Okay, so how is he not in but <clears throat> Willie Nelson is? I don't
2: It, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense.
4: Yeah. And how is Little Feet not in but Green Day is? Unless I'm just missing Green Day. I know you no, guys Green both, Day's pretty. I, I know day, you guys both told me they Green were day huge. Green Day should
2: be in, but so should Little Feet. I and mean, maybe I'm showing my thing. age.
4: I mean, Green Day. What's that one song? It's something. Uh, nah, 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 nah. That's the only song by them I can even. Time remember. of your life. Time, time of your life. life. Good riddance. Yeah, I didn't mind that's that. Song good when riddance. It came, when yeah. it didn't, when it came out, I was like, "Ah, eh, that's kind of an interesting." That's song. how we turned
2: off 1560 here. But just the time of your life. Yeah, we just played that for four hours over and over again. That would probably do it. <laughs> and then shut her down at six, and then we. Turned on 16. When I worked 30, at uh, KRUI, 59. the
3: college radio station here at the University of Iowa, we had an 80s show on Friday nights. The rap show was after us. And we didn't get along with the rap guys. We were just two different groups of people, as you can imagine. Uh, and we'd play the record of the Evan Fitzgerald or something like that at the end of the show to go right into the rap show <laughs> just to kill the audience. White Lion Wait was a good one. We'd throw that in there. And then I wound up being in the morning show partner with one of the guys, Big D, Don Black. So I'd just probably don't be listening there.
4: I, I'm stunned to think that Supertramp is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't... How did they... I don't know. How would they explain that? They they don't. I mean, Little Feet, I could sort if of... Because they didn't have near the amount of, like... Supertramp had a ton of top 40
3: hits. I could name off eight or nine of them that we'd all... Let me ask this did. Is Billy Squire in? He had a ton of hits.
4: Stroke uh, me. I, I, was that one of your favorite? It was good. I hated that song. He had my kind of lover yeah, yeah. In, yeah. The in the, the dark. In the dark, in the night, dark, that in that the work, dark yeah. you're right. But if Billy Squire's well, in, I'm do you put Donnie Billy Iris Squire. in? If, Billy, if you put Billy Squire in, you got to put Donnie Iris in, don't you?
3: I wouldn't have a problem with that. Oh, I think yeah? Billy
4: Squire had more hits than Donnie Iris. He did. He had three, and Donnie had one.
2: What about Texas? Midnight Runners. And oh, you know what? I could do this on my
4: phone. It'd be does that come on, me. Eileen? I did yeah. not like that song. <laughs>
3: yeah. No, I think Billy had more than three songs. Well, I mean, he had three that I, I'm aware
4: of. I was not a fan of Billy Squire at all. I mean, I just no. It, his... He's
3: not. Okay, let me see here. Billy Squire essentials on my Apple here. Stroke. Everybody wants you. Lonely yeah. is the night. I remember that one. <laughs> Rock no. me tonight. Lonely
4: is the night.
3: Na, 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 uh, rock me tonight the video that basically ended his career my kind of lover I remember that one. in the dark I remember that one um, that's that's what five or six that's, that's five, pretty good
4: but that's not Hall of Fame no
3: in the dark the story behind that is he did this video where he's just prancing around a bedroom in a very flamboyant effeminate fashion we'll say and MTV played it and it just killed his career woke yeah, woke.
4: yeah. Woke. Billy Squire was a he was yeah. woke in the dark
3: yeah and
2: then there was that I Won't Smoke Dope with Willie Nelson Yeah, song that
3: Willie Nelson wrote and, and performed.
5: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't even know
4: if I'll wa- I mean, I like watching HBO's. Do you notice? I don't even know if I'll watch that episode. There's no
2: punctuation in those menus. Have you ever noticed that? Yes, I have noticed that.
4: I mean, I guess I would listen to Sheryl Crow play some of her music. But but is Kate Bush going to do Running, running I Up can the Hill see... 40 years later? Does she still perform, Kate Bush? Oh, is like she really? Fly, okay, right? so okay. she probably won't even be there. No, no. I remember Put her when, on a boat. I remember when they, <laughs> when they inducted Dire Straits, neither of the brothers showed up because <laughs> they can't be around each other. Idiots.
2: What about Oasis? Yeah. Are they, Are in? they in yet? Are they no. in? No, but would that be great? They just they get into a huge
4: fight on the just stage.
2: kick each other's ass. <laughs> Well,
4: I mean, how many... Do they have a ton of... I know they, have no, that they had that like one, one album. That, that Wonderwall thing. Maybe after a while, just... But Radio I mean, played that song
3: just, to death. Just get him on stage, just to beat him. Yeah. So, did you
4: play that song to death, Wonderwall? Yeah,
3: yeah still okay. do. They yeah. have actually talked more about getting back together than they ever have, <laughs> like the last year.
4: They have more than Dire Straits has. Yeah, I don't. I read something where that they brothers haven't spoken since like the mid '80s.
3: By the way, Cat uh, Moody's mom emailed us saying she missed the interview and wanted to know if we'd have a recording. And I told her yes. Yes, we will. I'll send the link on. And Hawk I'm going
4: to then I'm going to put up a uh, link on Hawk Fanatic too. We'll have it on our podcast platform too. So, um, but yeah, I keep yeah we interviewed two players from California, but one from right here in the Central Iowa.
5: Yeah.
3: So, but and Southern Justin in, in Southeast Iowa. I was not going to keep put him in that same group. <laughs>
2: Well, Carnes if, from right if here. If this was a, if this was an interview Hall of Fame, yeah. you would have to put him in that. Group. Yeah, he'd be
4: in. Oh, he'd be in your Hall of Fame. I mean, <laughs>
2: not I <don't>, in mine.
4: <laughs> there's not a lot. Do, to,
2: don't put him on me. Chief Blackhawk would be in there during your uh, your second.
4: Goes to Gavin. Not a lot to pick from. I mean, yeah, you Gavin. Would well, be, Gavin would have to. be Gavin's in the first hall. ballot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how about Fake Ackerman?
3: Uh, no, not first ballot. No. Would there be any fakes? He's banned. I don't think he would be getting in. <laughs> would
4: there be any fakes getting in?
3: Um well we had fake
2: Paul Lynn. Paul Lin would have got in. Either oh,
4: I, loved, I yeah. loved him. Yeah. Chief Black Hawk why would he get go, in. Why yeah. did he go away?
3: Huh? Money? Did he want money? He was the one who wanted money, yes. Yeah, one of them one of them was the one who wanted money. <laughs> so the Chief... other one didn't like us talking about something. So
4: Paul Lynn did multiple fake characters? He wasn't just Paul Lynn? No. Okay. He, he had other. Well, one of the Paul-Ins. Paul his paul inn thing was. They were, they were funny.
3: Mr. Pisscup. Cup, I don't remember why he left us.
4: Indian bill collector, I never understood. Indian bill collector
3: was one of the paul Inns.
4: Okay, well, paul Inn was way better
3: than Indian bill collector. I never got that one. It never made me laugh. No. Never made me laugh. Klaus was good. Kind of like the Flintstones. The German guy? Yeah. Oh, a show killer lady. Yeah, show killer, show killer lady. lady, first ballot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah. I remember Walter
4: Brennan. Yeah. And, um, but. Hey.
2: Before we knew he was a white supremacist,
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> he was really bad. Yeah, we did I some mean, research on him. The we other day. did research on him. He is
4: who Walter Brennan, the yeah. actual person? Yeah, the actual yes. person. Okay, yeah, the I... actual
2: person was a major racist. Really?
3: Yeah. So that we shouldn't have been propping him up. No, no.
2: no honest to God, he was
3: really, he was. Bad. Now was Gabby a character because he wasn't really a caller?
4: Karn would be Hall of Fame, wouldn't Karn, you? Yeah. yeah. First ballot. First yeah, ballot. Yeah,
3: first ballot.
2: I, now now um, I want to go to the ceremony.
4: Goes met- to Gavin, Karn, met- dog.
2: Mentioning uh, the uh, they all gym They'll
3: have to give a class. speech.
4: That, that's just
2: people calling yes. in and digging at the
5: gym class. Yeah, that's...
4: Those people deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Kind of concept yeah, into the so Hall see, of now Fame. now you're going just like the rock and roll. You're starting to yeah. let everybody in. <laughs> you're just letting everybody in. in. Jesus. The guy with the... Little Feet no, story. Let him I, in.
2: I saw that this morning, and I... I
4: Saw what? That Hall, Hall of Fame, fame
2: Hall. thing, and I thought, jeez, this is... But we've
4: been bitching about it for the last three or four years. It's
3: yeah, it's, really a, it's a regular part of the show. It usually suitors us here.
2: This is really... The no,
4: I will one. say, like, two or three years ago, she couldn't go because of her health, but they had Linda Ronsted, and and I'm sitting there saying, why did this take this long? Yeah. Why wasn't Linda Ronsted in 25 years ago? I mean, that's Hall of Fame. Linda Ronsted, that, I, yeah. that's Hall of Fame. That when I think of Hall of Fame, even more so than Kate Bush and Sheryl Crow.
2: Kate Bush is not Hall of Fame.
4: Sheryl Crow's borderline, it's but Linda Ronstead's a first it's battle. It's
2: not really rock and roll. It well, really is How
4: would you describe it?
2: It's, uh...
4: But I'm going more for accomplishments. You're going more for sound and... Yeah, I well, go for... And I get that, too, I but, go for sound I and mean, accomplishments. Kate listen. Bush doesn't compare at all to She sold
2: in England. She didn't sell a damn here. Until she was on Stranger Things. And Linda Ronstadt's a
4: legend. Hell, she helped yeah. start the Eagles.
2: Yeah. And we had donuts And together. she
4: was fine in her days. Fine, yes. That shouldn't matter. And
2: did I mention we had yes,
4: donuts? Yes, numerous times. What's donuts in the, back, What's your the name? you want to get, like, Pat one? Who puked <laughs> or pooped on you? Which one was it?
2: <laughs> nobody pooped on <laughs> me.
4: <laughs> Who was it, though? It was... Um...
5: <laughs> Stevie Nicks. That's right.
4: A... <laughs> one of us. She did Why one of... <laughs>
3: What the hell? I, I meant she puked on you, right? Yes. All right? All right. I like his story better. <laughs> I don't know why. What about GG Allen's all, song? <laughs> yeah. All no, he it. should not be in the hall. He would poop on you. He'd make sure it got there.
2: Well, yeah. His music, the, the cut we played,
3: is way closer
2: the rock the, and roll. Oh, it probably yeah. is. Yeah,
4: yeah, it probably is. Yeah, if you're
3: going to go by dominating the airwaves and stuff, I, I grew up in the 90s, basically. I mean, why is Hootie and the Blowfish not in? Why uh, Dave Matthews That's, Band? Fair enough. They were everywhere for a decade. Especially, the, well, you're right, both of them. I yeah. like Dave Matthews more than Hootie. I wasn't crazy
4: about either, but I'm with you. But I'm, they totally why are they dominated not the charts. Why are they as not As rock in? bands. Move on. Move on. on. I can't. I screwed up. (laughs) I I knew she had done something to (laughs) you. I know there's a big difference there, but
3: I
5: think it's all the Jim Moore. It's just a matter
3: of timing, really. (laughs) You know, six hours later, who knows? God, I hope Cat Moody's mom's not listening now. (laughs) I hope Suter is listening right now.
4: Cat Moody's mom's like, my daughter was just on this thing.
3: You think Suter's in the hotel room oh, with the daughters right now? I, I think they're shaking their heads, rolling need, their eyes. I think we need to wrap this up. And I think, I
4: think that's when Ann's saying, Tom, do you really want to go back? <laughs> no,
3: I think she's saying you need to go back.
4: <laughs> but again, in all seriousness, yeah, I screwed up there. I knew she had done something, but thanks again. To, um, and to, she
2: wasn't stoned or anything like well, that. But she was sick. She was sick. She was, Yeah, because she just got off the bus and she was car sick
4: okay so, yeah. did she apologize
2: well yeah no she said you
4: deserve it. <laughs> you're in the way of my throw up
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes no, she was very sweet who was she nicer was nice. between
4: her and linda ronstead or were they both, both of really them
2: were pretty? very nice
4: yeah linda's had some she's got parkinson's doesn't she yeah did oh. you see the interview with michael j fox parts yes, of it that's god that's sad because yeah, he exactly. was funny, man, in his day. He that show I wasn't a big fan of it, but you know, Alex Keaton,
2: it's I mean, he was well, a good. And he's a hell of an actor. He is yeah. a
4: great actor. He was great in the President. The yeah. thing with city. That's good. With um, what's his name is the president? You yeah. know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the, Michael Douglas. Yeah. Yeah, he was great in that. Yeah, no. Well, was,
2: he was uh, great when he did uh, uh, Back to the Future. The good, the yeah, good. Yeah, I didn't like those movies. He was but, in Good Wife, which, um. As it was about a law really firm, and he was really good. Uh, the thing I liked about The Good Wife... What did wife? you like the
4: most about The Good Wife,
2: Steve? Well, she shut up. <laughs>
4: I'm guessing Jan's not listening now. I don't, I don't not, think she I, ever. She's probably not.
3: I'm guessing she's not listening. <laughs> we that probably time. lost her at the poop part. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: She probably said, great interview with those athletes. Yeah. Love those lunch menus. Still the...
2: I'll go home and she'll go, what do you got on these these pants? (laughs) Uh, I can't get it out.
4: (laughs) If Suter is listening. Would she get it out if she were the good wife? If Suter's listening now, do you think he's shaking his head? Well, I'm shaking
3: my head and I am. I'm part of it. Yeah, I'm kind of shaking my head. You think
4: Suter's saying, I got to get back there or I need more time away?
2: I don't know. Anyway, well, thank you.
1: <laughs> for what I up. brought
4: this show to it's peak and to it's valley is that what you're saying
1: yeah
4: alright thanks again though to let me um, Kat Moody Austin Cresley, and Nia Carter from Iowa Track and Iowa Softball for being our guests today on the
3: serious side of this I'll tell Kat route. Moody's mom to uh, just stop at want to get the she lunch menus stop after yeah, lunch menus yeah when well, you get the lunch their... menus
4: just you're done done and she, you know, she doesn't even have to listen to them if she doesn't want to so
3: hogfanatic.com
8: <laughs> It is free. Bump's Restaurant, located at Finkbine Golf Course. Off-